Before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to Tomahawk Talk. I've gotten a couple notifications the past few days of people favoriting my my podcast, and I, I can't tell if they're favoriting the podcast itself or certain episodes in the podcast, but either way, I am grateful. It makes me happy that people are enjoying what I have to, 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 to say. I don't know if they find me funny. I don't know if they find it educational or if if it's helping their business or it's just helping them in their life. But whatever value that you're all getting from this podcast, it makes me so happy that you're taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Or maybe you're doing other things. You know, maybe you're doing the dishes or you're at work or you're driving your car. However, or whenever you listen to my podcast, I am grateful. Thank you. Now, I'm going to be doing these podcasts more often because I, I think the world is going to be becoming heavily into voice. Gary Vee's been talking how about how voice is going to be the future, and it makes sense. I mean, everybody has a Google Home or an Alexa. Not everybody, but I think everybody one day will. And everybody is going to be interacting with it. And if you could just tell your Google Home or your Alexa to play my podcast while you're just doing things around your house, I think that is going to be efficient as hell because instead of having to sit down and watch a video of mine, you can do anything else while still having me in the background passively. And podcasts, I feel like podcasts can be longer form content, more free form because they're supposed to be consumed passively. And I highly recommend anybody, if you're trying to build a personal brand or you're trying to build your business, whatever, whatever, whatever you're trying to do, I think a podcast is a fantastic tool. Um, for podcast, what, what, I, what I would recommend for someone wanting to start a podcast is to download the Anchor app. If you're on, if you're on a computer, go to anchor.com. That's A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor. And it makes it very easy. You just hit record, talk your talk, hit end, add it to to your your episode, and it distributes it automatically over the next few days after you post it. It'll be on Anchor immediately. Spotify usually takes me a few days, and I hear it's on Apple. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't consume anything on Apple, so I, I don't know. However, it, it's. It's it's it does it all automatically. I mean that that that's just it. I don't know I don't know what else I can I can I can I can fucking say. If you want to start a podcast, download Anchor and run it that way. There are other methods. I know bigger podcasts. Like I don't think Joe Rogan is uploading his podcast on Anchor. I highly doubt Joe Rogan is doing his podcast on Anchor. Um, I doubt Gary V is doing his podcast on Anchor. However, I did hear about the Anchor app initially from him. So maybe maybe he did just to learn it because he's a he considers himself a practitioner. He does things firsthand and then and educates himself and then he tells other people like hey I did this, which is kind of what I'm doing now. That's I mean that's that's a big part of why I'm starting a personal brand. One, I am an attention whore. I love people listening to me. I love having people's attention on me. And two, for my business, for starting Hawks Media, if I really want to sell people on that I can build their personal brand for them or I can help build their business or I can help them with their podcast, their video, I have to have my own. And it has to be good. 
me telling somebody, hey man, I can get you 100,000 followers if you just let me build your shit up and make content for you, that's a hell of a lot easier to sell if I have 100,000 followers. If I'm selling somebody a music video and I say, hey, this video, I, I can market it for you and get you a few thousand more views than what you n- normally get, it helps if I've made people videos that have a few thousand views. This next one I'm working on, I'm banking it's going to have between two and 10,000 views. The last one got 2,048 hours. I really think this one can get 10,000 just because the quality is so much higher and, and this artist has built so much clout since then. And this video, this video is on point. This video is popping. If you go to Chef CLM 574 on any platforms, I think on YouTube it's just Chef CLM. But that man, that man is just dropping bars. Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Chef's, Chef CLM. His social is Chef CLM 574. But we're just putting out content. Now, being me starting Hawks Media, I mean, it's. It's very helpful if I can have artists that I work with regularly because it helps build my portfolio. And now, and then that's why that's why that's why I have a website now too. I'm TomHawks.com because it puts all my branding in one place. It's got a portfolio for me, and that's the space where I can do whatever I want, and I don't have to worry about being censored. Because these, once you have all these social media, th- this is actually huge. Let me let me talk about this for a second. Well, I'm very scattered brain because I think people will get a lot of value out, out of this. When you're on Facebook, when you're on YouTube, when you're on Instagram, when you're on Twitter, when you're on fucking TikTok, when you're on LinkedIn, you have to abide by their rules. You have to abide by their platform. But when you have your own website, you can do whatever the hell you want. You don't have to abide by anybody's rules. You set, you make the rules. It's your platform. If you want to talk about something that people don't want to hear on a certain platform because it's against community guidelines, you can put it on your website. You don't have to worry about being shadow banned. You don't have to worry about Instagram changing their algorithm to where people don't see your posts anymore. You don't have to worry about shadow banning because it's your website. If you can build traffic to your website, you don't have to worry about that. And you're also not competing with anybody else. Your post isn't next to fucking Casey Neistat or Peter McKinnon. Those are video people for who that those who don't know. If you're into makeup, it's Jeffree Star, James Charles, or my girlfriend watches these female makeup artists. I don't know their fucking names. But you're not competing with those people. Or with your gaming, you're not next to fucking Ninja. It's just you. Everybody there is for you. Now, the advantage of being on these social media platforms is that there is already a population on there. There are already people that you can engage with. There are all, there are already people there. And getting them to come to your website and building the same traffic on your website is going to be very hard. And odds are you're not going to make it because there are millions of people on that platform millions and millions of people but if you can get a couple thousand to consistently go to your website now you're talking shit if you can get a hundred people now you're talking if you can get them to sign up for your newsletter now now you're talking now that's that's numbers that's people directly impacting with you there are no gatekeepers there are no gatekeepers there are no gatekeepers it's all you all day so that is why i have i'mtomhawks.com 
Now, I set it up as a portfolio to where it's just really quick. This is, this is my shit. This is what I talk about. This is my game plan. And it's, it's, it's good as a portfolio, but I don't think it's good to keep people on the website itself because I've got YouTube videos links. I got my Instagram links. There's no reason to be there. But my vision is that eventually I will have, or like, um, I, I will have native content on my website. I will have native content that you can only get on my website. And eventually, you know, I'll, I'll have a store linked up to it and I'll have merch and shit. But I don't, I don't really feel comfortable selling to people at this point. Um, just because just once you start selling to your audience, the relationship changes. And I think a lot of artists have that problem. I think a lot of artists, they drop one EP, they do a release show, and they're selling their merch at that release show. Buddy, these are all your friends pulling up to this show. You don't even have clout yet. These are all your friends, and maybe your friend's friend, and maybe some random dude who just wasn't doing anything that night and got bored. Like, people, people, no offense, but nobody gives a fuck about you at that point. And maybe some people will. Maybe some people do. But I don't think that's the time to push merch. I think when you have people to give a fuck about you from the beginning, you shouldn't try to monetize them. You should tell them, hey, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. And then once you start popping a little bit, I think you should give those people that there that were there from the start, I think you should give them merch for free. And you should say, hey, man, I'm starting to make this merch now. I'm going to start selling it because I have this audience. But I want you to know I appreciate you. I've seen you. I appreciate you following me on this journey. Here's a free shirt. Here's a free sticker. Here's a free mug. Here's some free shit because I appreciate you. And I don't feel comfortable taking your money because you've given me so much value just by supporting me. But people don't think that way. They're all after the short-term cash because a lot of these artists, and I talk to a lot of artists, I make videos for a lot of artists. I interact with a lot of artists. I have a lot of artists on my friends list because of the shit that I talk about online. They, they add me, you know, especially on, on Facebook. And a lot of these artists, they all talk about how they're going to make it big. They're going to make millions of dollars. They're going to blow up. They're going to do all these fucking things. But they're doing things to, to get money in the short term that will cripple them in the long term. For example, like going out and buying the new fit, getting the new fucking shoulder bag, fanny pack thing, and going to the parties and doing things to get clout, but they're not in the studio. They're not putting in the work. They're making merch. They're spending hours making merch, but they're not making new songs. Like, what the hell are you doing? How how the fuck are you going to say on one hand, I'm going to be a millionaire one day and I'm going to fucking travel the world and do shows, while on the other hand, you're just trying to fucking sell t-shirts to the people from from your hometown like are you shitting me right now do you really think you're gonna get a fucking world tour by selling t-shirts to people from your hometown when you when you're not even putting out music why don't you get a hit song first buddy why don't you get a hit song why don't you build a fan base and love that community and nourish that community like a child you should treat your community like like you, you should treat your brand like a child that you have to raise every day and take care of. If you constantly try to run money from that child, it's not going to grow up right. It's going to grow up fucked up. And it's, it, you, you are going to stun its growth. 
now that that's just that's just my rant you know and you, you could sell it it's 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 a different world man if you if you want to flip flip some t-shirts cool that's cool N- nobody's gonna stop you but you better be in that studio too you better be grinding you better be working you better be trying to book shows and networking you know if, if every other thing from you is hey i got new merch buy my merch it's a little different from, hey, check out my new song. Hey, do you want to get on my verse? Can we make a verse together? Can we collaborate? Do you know how we can get a show? Like networking, networking, building, branding, vlogging. You know, I've, I'm doing this new thing now where I do one-second clips throughout my day, and I throw them together in a vlog. Yesterday, I dropped a vlog. That I, think, I think it was like 22 seconds. It was. It was 22 seconds long. It was a 22-second vlog. And people liked it. That that all that took was me re- recording shit, a clip, going in iMovie, taking one second from that clip and just editing it on throughout the day. It takes me thirty seconds. I film the clip. I take one second. I I add it on onto the vlog in iMovie, and then at the end of the day, I just export it, save it, and post it. It's easy. It's fast, and pe- people liked it. People liked it. Like, there's no reason not to just document and put out content. When, when you document instead of creating, you're eliminating friction. Because when you're creating, you're, you're having to take something from nothing. But if you're documenting, you're taking whatever you're doing and saying, how can I create on top of this? Right? For, for example, if, if, if let's say you're, you're somebody who makes beats, Right? And you say, okay, I want to put out content, but I'm not sure where to start to build my brand. Post your beats. Post videos of you making the beats. Post videos of you talking about other people who make beats, other producers. Talk about the different styles of beats. Like, just create content just documenting what you know and your thoughts and your knowledge. That's how you get people interested. That's how you get people involved. I feel like people people overthink their content too much. I overthink my content too much. And now that I'm not overthinking my content too much, I'm starting to grow on TikTok. I'm seeing, you know, this vlog, it's growing it got it got less than 10 interactions, less than 10 likes on Twitter, but that's a hell of a lot more than zero. When I was overthinking my fucking tweets, I was getting zero likes, zero interactions, maybe a like there and there, and I appreciate the people that liked it. But I wasn't, I wasn't having the speed that I needed. I didn't have the volume of content. But now I feel like, now that I'm overthinking my content less, my Twitter is going to blow the fuck up because I'm just tweeting whenever I have a thought. I'm not overthinking it. This podcast is going to be significantly better now because I'm not overthinking it anymore. And I'm going to do it more consistently. I mean, people overthink their content. So I want to wrap this up. The, the main thing I want people to take away from this is that I'm very thankful for the audience I have. I'm very thankful for every person that listens. And ultimately, I just want to help everybody succeed and grow. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want this podcast to be. I just want to be able to talk about what I'm doing, my thoughts in my life. And I want people to take the things that I'm learning or learn lessons from me or maybe even it, I'll, I'll, I will I will I will tell you what I'll 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 tell you what 
If you tweet at me at I'm Tom Hawks, your opinion on this podcast, I will see that. Uh, I can't really interact with you on the podcast organically. I'm not sure how, but if you tweet at me at I'm Tom Hawks, I'll see that. And, you know, like if you say, hey, I really like this thing that you said on the podcast, or hey, I thought this is really fucking stupid. You're a fucking idiot for saying this in your podcast. I'll see it, I'll, I'll hear it, and I'll interact with you. I, I reply to everybody that, that comments on my posts, everybody that, that interacts with, with my posts, even on TikTok. If you go to at Tomahawk Madness on TikTok, I reply to every comment. I miss like a couple here and there, but for the most part, it's every single comment. Because it's important to it's it's important to interact with your community. I don't get it how people can just put out posts and not reply to comments. Even just liking a comment to me just feels like what like what the fuck, dude? What are you doing that's so important that you can't respond to the three comments in your post or the ten comments or the twenty comments or the thirty comments? Like, what are you doing? Take the fucking hour, the thirty minutes to the hour that it takes to reply to every comment. Those people are giving you love. Those people are interacting with you. Those people, like, the, the, the least you can do is just show them that you appreciate them. And just have a conversation. Don't put, like, a cookie-cutter bullshit comment. Have a conversation with them. Interact with them. You know, stop caring about getting more followers. Give a fuck about the ones that you have. Fuck. I'm, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just very passionate about this. I think in these podcasts when I'm just ranting... You're going to see a very passionate side of me that's very ranty because of how much I really just am just so passionate and how much I give a shit about this. So anyway, guys, thank you so much. I'll see you in the next one.